0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: Hey. Welcome into the Tiger Woods Show right here on the Believe Podcast Network. You know it. The number one podcast network for professionals. I am Cam Rogers with you as always. And I'm alongside Bridget Whalen for yet another edition of this show. Be sure to hit us up on social media. I am on Twitter at MrRogers99 and on Instagram at MrRogers98. You can follow Bridget at Bridget K Whalen. The Players' Championship is in the rear view mirror it was a fun Sunday Justin Thomas winning it all and we will talk about that exciting event along with some interesting comments from one Rory McIlroy after missing the cut horribly at the Players Championship he made some interesting comments about chasing Bryson DeChambeau's speed And how perhaps it is affecting his swing as we stand Bridget and I will break that down and of course this week. The Honda classic, I will admit folks it's a weaker field a lot of players are sort of taking an off week here, but the Honda really is a fantastic event really difficult course PGA national is par 70 and certainly a tough test for these golfers so. We'll talk about the Honda Classic later in the program as well, and a little fun Tiger Woods news about the video game space. More on that here on the Tiger Woods show. But first, a shout out to our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. NBA is in full swing. And of course, March Madness is basically here with the tournament coming. So is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest, as Online is the spot for all of your bracketology needs. BetOnline has you covered for all of the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive Your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online, your online sports book experts. Let's talk about it. Justin Thomas captures yet another PGA Tour win. Pretty emotional after the passing of his grandfather, of course, shot a 64 on Sunday to capture the title. He has now won a tour event for the seventh consecutive year. And JT called it probably one of his best T2 green rounds ever. A lot of pundits out there are calling it Hogan-esque. Meanwhile, Lee Westwood and Bryson DeChambeau combined for one over par on the final day. They were in the final grouping there on that Sunday. By the way, the first time in PGA Tour history that we have a final pairing that is the same in back-to-back weeks. On a Sunday, so pretty interesting there. Justin Thomas, Bridget, you gotta say maybe outside of Colin Morikawa, the best iron player on the PGA Tour, and probably in my opinion the best. Uh, Morikawa maybe at one B, JT at one A. Irregardless, this guy is a ball striking machine. He can win anywhere, anytime. I don't care if he misses the cut one week; the next week he can win and obviously we've talked about it on this very show bridget how much you love his game and it was on display last week
0: i love his game i learned a new word today bracketology i'm just gonna like you've never heard that i mean i don't know if i've ever heard somebody use it let's put it that way so you're not a march
1: madness gal i will assume
0: No, no not a march madness gal um, but yeah, now all I, literally all I'm saying in my head is bracketology. <laughs> so it, I'm going to pull a Rory and if anything goes wrong, it's your fault. Because um, now we'll all get to I'm, that. All I'm saying is bracketology. Uh, yeah, I mean, Colin Morikawa, you pulled that one out. It, I didn't even I am i don't even focus on his iron play. I got it. Let's give Colin Morikawa a little more years to like okay. to really nail in that. Um, JT, his iron game is insane. I think it's, and I know Bones said Hogan-esque, I think it's Tiger-esque. Um, I, like, I always think about him pulling out from the fairway in Mexico. Like, that memory lives in my brain. He had laser focus. Everything, like they say in golf, his ball was on a string. It was insane. I... Honestly, I have no words for what happened on Sunday. The fact that those putts weren't rolling in, he should have won by like four shots. That was just pure luck not on his side for those putts because nothing was wrong in his game. He was doing everything right. It just, he wasn't catching the break. And we've talked about this before, that luck is a really integral factor in winning championships. And it's not that you get lucky. It's that you are a player that doesn't succumb to having periods of not being lucky. And that's exactly what happened to Justin Thomas. He didn't let those little miss putts. I mean, he missed a two-footer. He didn't let those affect his game. He was still hitting the ball lights out. That's what makes a champion when you don't let those little flo- like flaws disrupt your game because you know you're doing everything right. And you kind of just know that... The balls aren't falling it has nothing to do with you and that's a a mental strength that i think justin has um more so than i'm gonna say jordan and in the past since jordan has won in, in those years in the past four years since he won the open think about what justin thomas has done and that's just insane so I think the mental component for Justin is such a big deal and it's not talked about nearly enough. I don't think I've heard one person mention the mental strength of Justin Thomas and I do think that he is fiercely competitive like Tiger. I think that they get along so well, not only because I do think that a lot of Justin's game, it can emulate Tiger's game of the past of 2000, 2001. I think Justin is that player who could make a run and win five or six times in a season. I don't really know. I guess Dustin Johnson too. I could see doing it. Besides those two right now in the game, I don't know anyone who could emulate Tiger in the sense of dominance. I know that Golf Channel did a little segment on parody on the tour right now, basically meaning that there's more of an even playing field and that there's not one player who is like hyper dominant like Tiger was. And I disagree with that a little bit. I think that there could be there could be someone who is dominant and that person would be Justin Thomas. I've always really liked his game. I've always taken to it. I I like watching it. The thing that's most shocking to me about Justin Thomas is I still think he's a little underrated. And I don't know if that plagues him just because of the origination of when he came out on tour. He was Jordan's best friend or, you know, Jordan's buddy.
1: We all know that picture. Yep.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Eating the cheeseburgers. I think I put this on Twitter and I think that Jordan getting in the talks again, like Jordan got his spark back at waste management. And then we saw him follow that up for the past few weeks on the PGA tour. I mean, he made the cut at TPC Sawgrass and a lot of other players didn't where in previous years with how Jordan was playing, I don't think he would have made the cut at at the players. So for me, I think that that little like, internal competition with Jordan just because it's inbred in the media maybe that little little a little bit of a fire in Justin's belly so maybe Jordan is a little bit to give credit for for this player's victory i just think that Justin Thomas is a emotional player and that he is so mentally sound and mentally strong and it's a little unfortunate that that's like a deficit in in what people talk about when they were when they talk about Justin Thomas and I'm just not sure why the focus isn't there and I think that the players is a really good example of how his mental fortitude is a strength of his game and honestly when you see someone miss a short putt like that on a Sunday a gimme putt I hate saying that but that was a gimme putt I'm blanking on which hole it was that could just totally unravel like a ton of players that I could just rattle off right now from past precedent, making that to be true. So Justin, you are like a superstar. You have weathered a lot of storms. You have weathered a lot of controversy this year.
1: Quite an eventful year, yeah. An
0: eventful year, like a pretty crappy year. Those are his words, but like kudos to you, dude. This victory was awesome. And watching him on the weekend, it was so much fun. 71-71
1: in rounds one and two and then just went off on the weekend 64 on that Saturday and then a 68 so fantastic performance for Justin Thomas and if you really want to go into the stats strokes gained approach so far this year Colin Morikawa number one Justin Thomas basically number two Justin Sue and Ricky Barnes are above him but they only have very small sample sizes so Two of the premier iron players on the PGA tour winning so far here in 2021. And Justin Thomas has not finished outside of the teens aside from the Genesis Invitational going back to September. And I think we can throw away the Genesis because of the passing of his grandfather. Clearly he was elsewhere when he was playing in that event, but the U S open T eight, the master's fourth century tournament of champions, third I'm just kind of skimming around here and obviously winning the players championship look this guy is going to be a factor at Augusta National I mean there's no doubt about it when he's as consistent as he is with his irons he's going to be a factor and he's a high upside play every single week the guy can just win and I think it's a great comparison he's somebody who can rattle off three or four or five wins kind of like a Dustin Johnson I'm starting to think Bryson DeChambeau could do that this year too Bridget because his form is just carrying over and it doesn't really matter what course it is. So I think he is in that company right now. There's no doubt about it. Number two player in the world high up there in the FedEx cup rankings as well. So watch out for JT as we kind of go through this important stretch on the PGA tour.
0: Yeah, I, I missed Bryson. You, you are correct. I think he could probably pull off a few wins in a season, I just feel like Bryson, for me, his game, I'm still so like, it's kind of that like shock and awe <laughs> where I'm just like, what is he going to do this week? I feel like Justin is so solid to me and he's been so solid for so long that it still just kind of irks me that that we talk about like Jordan moves the needle. Jordan, you know, gets the crowd energetic. Maybe I'm in a, a camp of my own. Justin, he gives me the goosebumps. He does that for me. Like he does that just as much as Jordan does. This past Sunday, watching the players, like I, I got all those feels that I feel like Jordan would give to me. I just, I don't know why we kind of just pigeonhole like players Oh, so, like they're gonna, like Jordan's gonna take the baton from Tiger and like he does special things. And And I'm not disagreeing. It's probably I mean, because
1: I've, of the majors, to be honest with you.
0: For sure. And I think the majors all coming in such close proximity. Right. Um, but for me, I, I just feel like Justin is the one to bet on long term. My dad always said this about Jordan and Justin. Now we're going back to like when they when Jordan first came out on tour. Like, I don't even know if he had won the tour championship or, you know, the green jacket. I'm not even sure. So pre 2015, and my dad said long term, Justin Thomas is the guy. And I was like, what, no, like not Jordan, like totally anti that, like told my dad, then when Jordan won, you know, his, the U S open, he won the, well, he won the masters and the US open. I was like, oh yeah, dad, you still think he's, and my dad was like, I'm telling you, like, I'm telling you. And now I say to my dad and I I'm home this week and I was watching the players with my dad on Sunday and I just said to my dad, I was like, man, you've like known all along. And my dad was like, I told you he was, he said, there's just something about Justin that he has it. Like he has that je ne sais quoi or like that, that integral magic. And my dad said, I'm not saying Jordan doesn't have it. But my dad just always said that Justin Thomas, like he's the guy, he's the guy to watch long-term. And and now I'm believing it. And Bryson, I would love to say is the guy to watch long-term. And I think he has all facets of his game. I think he is an awesome iron player. He has such great putting. People do not acknowledge how great of a putter that Bryson is. Maybe not so much at the players this past weekend, but in general, he is a stellar putter. The thing is, I am just so on the fence with this driving tactic. I just don't know how his body's going to hold up. He's in his twenties. Like get back to me when he's 35 and get back to me when Justin Thomas is 35. Cause Justin Thomas hits it a country mile and he like probably weighs a little more than I do. So. I it's just it's so hard for me to try to say long term Bryson is the one to watch because I just don't have the benchmark of how his body's gonna hold up. And, and I don't think anyone does. I don't even know if Bryson does. So I just say stay He's tuned. playing it by ear. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, exactly. He's like taking it day by day, which is great. Like good for Bryson, it's working. But I just don't know how, um, how his body will hold up. Like, let's look at Jason Day, who had a really violent swing. Like, what happened? He has pretty bad back problems. I don't know. Brooks Kepka pretty violent. He has like a slew of body problems. His neck, his knee, his wrists. is this, is that. So I don't know. Let's watch out for Bryson. He's young. He's, uh, he's malleable. <laughs> he might get a little stiff in a few years.
1: Yeah, we'll have to stay tuned on that one and see how Bryson pans out. But perhaps he just racks up the wins in the early going and then maybe he has, I guess, margin for error, margin for bodily injury. I don't know what his logic is, but we shall see. I like him a lot for Augusta as well as Justin Thomas. So speaking of Bryson, uh, Rory McIlroy missed the cut badly. But that's not really what caught the attention of golf fans out there. So after missing the cut, Rory said he said the tweaks he made last October made his swing too long, flat, and rotational. Quote, I'd be lying if it didn't have to do with what Bryson accomplished at the U.S. Open. Bryson heard the comments, responded with appreciation, but also noted it didn't surprise him too much to hear those comments from Rory. So there are golfers aside from McElroy, Tony Finau, Dustin Johnson, who are trying to play the speed game right now, Bridget, but they haven't like complained about their struggles because of that. And honestly, DJ and Finau are playing great. So this is a little bit of an eyebrow raising story. It's like, okay. Like, Rory, you're not playing that badly. You missed the cut really badly. I understand that. But you don't have to blame it on this chase of speed. Or maybe you do. I don't know. It's kind of one of those weird stories that's like, all right, so I guess there really is a Bryson effect. And that's not what Bryson wants. He wants to play his own game. He's not trying to transcend the game at all. But clearly, things are sort of shifting, right? And I think, you know, with the proposals from the USGA coming out and players chasing speed, You get this sense that the tectonic plates of golf are shifting a little bit and priorities are now going toward the long ball and golf course designs are going toward combating that long ball. But all of that is to say what Rory said is kind of like, huh, makes you wonder, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it's intriguing. It sounds like an excuse. um, And that's just my personal opinion. I think if you want to add that bit of extra speed or or distance, whatever he was searching for, a la Bryson, here's the thing. Bryson did this major bulk up and this um, transition to whatever you want to call what he's doing right now. Um, I just think it's a formula that he really has perfected. He did it all in quarantine. So I'm sure that there were pitfalls and that he he you know hit some roadblocks. There were hurdles. We just didn't see them in tournaments because he was in quarantine. I think that if you're going to go after something, you have to look at your own game. My advice to Rory would be: you have one of the most perfect swings ever, like that that eyes have ever seen. So what are you exactly doing here? It would be my question to him and why. Because 10 more
1: yards, is that what you want? You know,
0: exactly right. Like you already are long. Um, And the thing is, here's the thing, which I think is a very key aspect of trying to get more length. Um, I'm not going to talk about extra speed because honestly, I really don't know that much about it, but just say distance. Say you do gain that extra distance now you're hitting from a different distance into the green, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to evaluate that piece of your game too because now you're you're closer or if you're getting more distance, but now you're losing accuracy, maybe now you're ending up in the rough, but you're closer to the green. Bryson hits it so straight. He hits it so far and so straight. I think it is not, it's it's mentioned, but it's not harped on enough that he is not only miles long, he is so accurate. And that probably took a lot of time. And we weren't privy to all of the parts of that process, because it was sort of done in hiding. I'm not trying to make it like he's a mad scientist. It was just how with the pandemic and and him adding weight happened. So I think that Rory definitely was searching for something that maybe isn't fully attainable in the sense of in relation to his game. So that would just I would if I was in Rory's camp and I was part of Rory's team, I would just have a lot of questions of, for Rory. Not only what it what are your end goals because we know that Bryson is a goal-oriented person, but I just want to know Rory's why because you really shouldn't be changing so much in the sense of your swing to, to gain X, Y, and Z, that has to be like an overall like game approach. And I just think tinkering with your swing, it, it's never good. Like it's ne- Like I've never, Bryson didn't tinker with his swing. Like, so we're talking about like apples and spaceships here. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's why I feel like it's a little bit of an excuse. And I understand that he wasn't trying to call out Bryson, that he was basically saying, you know he'd be lying if it wasn't anything to do with what happened at the US Open, and that's fine, I just think that if you're going to give that much credit to Bryson, then you better be putting in the work and and literally like all that went into that process as Bryson did, otherwise I wouldn't even bring Bryson into the mix because it's just it, it's a poor comparison. I honestly think that Bryson is a little bit of a scientist here in the sense that he worked out a lot of things to get to where he is right now. I just don't know if Rory approaches the game like that, nor do I think he should. Like, I think Rory is in a different sort of echelon. And I'm not saying that Bryson isn't Rory or like Rory can't be Bryson. I'm not saying that at all. If they want to adopt part of each other's games, that's fine. But the way that Rory plays the game and that the way Bryson is now attacking the golf course, you can't just like meld those two together and be like okay like this is my new tactic like it just takes so much more than being like oh yeah I wanted to get extra speed and extra distance and now I have swing issues like okay. (laughs) again like we gotta this it's so messy to me and i think it's funny that like bryson like you said like the tectonic plates are moving he really is shaking up like the ether of golf
1: he's the new content creator if you will in the game i think bryson dechambeau is i mean he just spurs so much conversation and clearly even amongst his pga tour players out there you know his fellow players rory mcelroy included i was listening to the radio sports radio over the weekend and i heard a comparison from the early 90s ian baker finch won the open championship in 1991 bridget and then from what i understand afterward he wanted to chase the long ball wanted to get more distance and what happened just two top tens in majors the rest of his career and a bunch of missed cuts, and it apparently just ruined his game. Uh, so we've seen kind of this story before about players trying to kind of chase something that may not be good long-term or good for, from a like winning perspective, especially Rory McIlroy, who is third on the PGA Tour, might I add, and strokes gained off the tee. Bryson won Sergio two, Rory right there at three. He's ahead of John Rahm. Actually, he's tied with him ahead of Victor Hovland and Sunjay Yim. So yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting and we'll see what happens. Obviously there is an issue with Rory's game right now by Rory's standards. I mean, he should be playing a lot better given what we're used to with him, but we shall see. I mean, it's interesting that Bryson just has this effect on people. I didn't even realize it. And I guess Rory sort of paused before answering that question, Bridget, and then he finally like said it.
0: Yeah, I, I think that it's truth. I think he's honest. Like that's his truth. Um, I just think that it almost sets you up for a little bit of like it made me scratch my head. It it it's just I would have so many questions if he came to me saying, like, hey, you know, if they're gonna set up US future US opens, future major championships like they did Wingfoot. I think we need to approach the game like Bryson, I think that you wouldn't just then like, all right, let's like try to figure out how you could hit it like faster and farther. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he made something so complex, so simple. And maybe he didn't. Maybe that's just kind of what he alluded to. Maybe a lot more processes went into it. And I'm just sort of taking like the the outer skirts of what I've heard, but I just think so much went into what Bryson did. And it is something that should not be taken lightly. Like so, so much time, so, so much energy between Chris Como, between Bryson, so much. like Crunching so the numbers, so much, the
1: data. So
0: Yes. Like it should not be understated. It should be overstated how much time and effort they put into this. Like Bryson just just didn't wake up one day and now he's like winning tournaments and major championships. They put so much work and effort into it that I just don't want to ever be like, oh yeah, well Bryson just easily added speed and distance. Like it is so complex. That's my only thing. Like you can't, and I hate to say it, you can't use Bryson as an example. He's kind of like someone that you just, you can't emulate because the guy is married to this. He's He was married to this idea and he's married to seeing it come to fruition. He's successful. He he's clearly, in his own
1: pod. Yeah,
0: absolutely. He is in his own pod. I think it has to do with his age. I'm going to go with Webb Simpson and Webb Simpson has five kids and a wife. Bryson doesn't. Rory has a child and a wife. So like, I just don't wanna make that comparison. What Bryson is doing is in a league of his own.
1: No doubt about it. Hey, let's get to some Tiger Woods news in the video game space here real quick. You guys may know the 2K franchise, NBA 2K, MLB 2K, and of course, PGA Tour 2K. Tiger Woods will now be an executive director and consultant for the video game. Unclear if he will be on the cover. My assumption is he will. If he's he's not, that will be very sad, but he is back in the game there in PJ Tour 2K. He was not in the latest edition. Justin Thomas, I believe, was on the cover for that one, but it's good that he's back in that sort of space as well. I might have to get that game and try it out. I'm not a big gamer per se, but I do have a PS4, so I may have to grab that. But it's pretty awesome that uh, Tiger Woods is getting back involved there. So yeah, Bridget, I know you're not a big gamer, but you know, this sort of thing is pretty cool, I guess.
0: Yeah, I, I love reading the likeness of Tiger. Like they now have the rights. <laughs> it's a great to phrase. Like, Can I have the like? Can I have his likeness? Like, <laughs> Can he <laughs> like, like us? Like, yeah, I was like <laughs> that. gave That gave me a little bit of chills. Like they just bought the likeness of Tiger. Is that purchasable? <laughs> Uh, it's priceless uh, yeah Yeah, it is priceless i'm not a gamer um it just made me excited i was like does this mean that tiger had to be in deals or he probably has people for that so i'm not gonna get too excited like he's not back at work
1: (laughs) but he must be taking some phone calls or something you know he's texting bryson
0: uh, allegedly I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Yeah. He's definitely texting. He's out there. I just want to like, can we get a video update tiger? Like I just,
1: I know flip your phone around, dude, yeah, and just record just, yourself,
0: like, record yourself in your bed. I, I honestly don't even care what you look like. Maybe you do. I just want to see you. I just want you. I want to hear your voice. Maybe like flash those teeth. I love his teeth. Um, I'm getting weird now.
1: (laughs) You're getting really detailed, but you know what? I made a comment about his white teeth uh, over the weekend, so I hear you. They're
0: like big and what? Really? Are we like on the same wavelength?
1: We kind of are because I have uh, the Masters Golf Digest up on my wall as like a backsplash, and uh, it's with him on the cover and obviously flashing the teeth. It's pretty great.
0: Flashing the teeth.
1: Flashing the teeth. Yes. So. But yes. So yeah, it's great news. Exciting. And yes, I agree. He needs to do something more than just a tweet, but we shall see. All right. uh, A shout out to our friends at eBay. Sponsors here on the Tiger Woods podcast. Whether Ray or Deadstock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity and it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers over $100, making it free to fi- free to sell or flip your collection. So go to ebay.com/sneakers today. That's eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. All right, so this week, the Honda Classic PGA National, expect plenty of carnage. 5 of the last 6 winners were in single digits in terms of winning scores under par, of course. So, the field is a little weaker this week Bridget as expected. You have Sun JM, Adam Scott, Shane Lowry, Keegan Bradley is in there. Lee Westwood is back again riding some red hot momentum. So it's a ball striker sort of week, in my opinion, Bridget. And just to give everybody a snapshot of last week, you had Patrick Cantlay. He missed the cut. So no money for you. Jordan Spieth, T48. So I got like $39,000 or something. So your lead is still safe at $1.9 million. So you're good.
0: I feel like you're the soup Nazi. No money for you.
1: No money at no all. for you. Nothing.
0: <laughs> Nothing. Um, Okay. So I just have to say something. I have been watching golf for like my whole life. And this is the first year where I've really just noticed the water on courses in Florida that I want to rename the Florida swing to water, water everywhere.
1: It really is. Yes, (laughs) that is (laughs) what it is.
0: (laughs) Friggin' terrifying. I, I was watching the players this year and all I could see was the water. I don't know if it was like, I was hyper aware of it for some reason, but I was like, man, there's just water everywhere. Like I would just be hitting it into the water. Like someone would have to bring me a lifetime supply of balls. If I was going to go try to play at TPC Sawgrass. And now I'm thinking of the bear trap, which is literally like the most terrifying stretch of water laden three holes it, it's just it's terrifying it's just so, so
1: hard to pick your spots and like create so a line for yourself
0: yeah i don't know how they do it every week kudos to all you players i don't know how you do it
1: <laughs> that's why they get paid to do it i guess
0: a lot yeah Lee all right so who's to play this made- week Hold on. I'm not done yet. Oh,
1: sorry. Continue. (laughs)
0: Lee Westwood has made almost $3 million, right? In the past two weeks. It's like something crazy. And he hasn't even won.
1: I think he's doing just fine, you know?
0: Kim and I just had a married moment.
1: <laughs> Hold on! I'm still talking.
0: <laughs> I'm not done here yet.
1: You know, if we were in person, that would have never happened.
0: I I think it would have. Oh, my, my dog's excited, everyone. <laughs> if you could hear his feet rattling.
1: Oh, he's rattling all right. He's, he's excited for uh, your big time prediction.
0: That's right. He's excited for Adam Scott. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> of all people
0: my dog my dog is a big adam scott fan so i um i remember cutting a feinstein essay wow i'm gonna sound really old here in 2016 after adam scott won the honda classic and i don't know why but it's just ever present in my mind so i'm going with adam scott this week
1: okay steady player we'll see what happens i'm going with shane lowry I think he found something with his new putter last week. He lives minutes away from PGA national. He's calling this a home game, loves tough course conditions coming off a top 10 at the player's championship. And of course he is the reigning still champion golfer of the year, having won the open championship back in 2019. I think he's a sneaky high upside play this week. So give me the Irishman Shane Lowry to win.
0: Hey, I like that. Luck of the Irish.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I was almost going to go Sanjay again, Bridget, but I wasn't going to do it. (laughs) He's going to win soon. I feel it.
0: I mean, every week I feel like he could win.
1: Right? Like you told me that story of him like striping it out there. I mean, it's going to (laughs) happen.
0: I know maybe I threw you off your game with that, but it was factual. No, I I believe it yeah that that did actually and actually i think he uploaded something on instagram like showing I, there was proof to to that statement
1: by the way can we talk about how hilarious ben on is that he's guy is sport. great
0: he's a good sport and to be totally fair somebody else went the opposite direction when a similar thing happened at the island green i'm not going to mention any names but ben on handled it like he's a champ like I became a fan of Ben on because of that
1: yeah he's apparently really hilarious on Twitter I don't follow too many PGA tour guys on Twitter but uh yeah it sounds like you gotta follow should. Max Homa that's true that's, that's true. like the
0: number one if you're gonna follow one person on Twitter
1: well one tiger yes.
0: yeah okay right. <laughs> the second
1: somebody else had a really bad series and then like pouted about it I'm trying to think of who you're talking about.
0: Well, not a series. Had a bad incident on the, that hole. And then didn't stick around.
1: Oh, somebody W. Oh, Kevin. Uh, ooh, I just mentioned a name, didn't I? All
0: right. We name dropped him. We name dropped him. Because N-A and then A-N. It just wasn't an A-N-N-A. Hole. All right. I'm, I'm pretty
1: start. sure he was the only WD last week, too. So he was kind of in my head.
0: Yeah, so. he was. Yeah, I mean, I just think that then on like that is the way that is the way to handle a situation like that. You just you got to do it.
1: Fair enough. All right. It's the Honda Classic this week on the PGA Tour and a lot more fun tournaments coming up on the schedule. Of course, the Masters not too far down the line. That's going to do it for this edition of the Tiger Woods podcast right here on the Believe Network. She is Bridget Whalen. I am Cam Rogers. We'll talk to you next week. See you next week.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.